welcome to the JBC Season 4, Episode 3. Um, how you doing? I'm loving the shell suit. I'm loving the shell suit. I'm getting... It is static as fuck. <laughs> and it's it's noisy, so if you hear rustling, yeah. I apologise. I can't help it today. Um, but yeah, sufficiently 90s. Oh, very, very much so. And I'm loving the side ponytail as well. I'm sure Tiny Tall would have really liked that side ponytail as well, wouldn't she? So It's actually quite a lot of effort to try and get it to go to the side. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Gravity anyway, and everything. The things that I do. <laughs> yeah, so well, welcome to the show. Um, so this last week, obviously since last time we recorded, um, the world opened up a bit. And I thought I was going to tell you my story about Sunday. Um, so... On Sunday, yeah, so on Sunday, I went back to bouldering because I love doing my climbing and stuff. So that was very, very exciting. The problem is that a friend of mine was aware of the fact that the bouldering gym is quite close to Ikea. So they'd asked me as to whether I would pop into Ikea to pick up a particular item. So I was like... No one pops into Ikea. Well, There's no popping involved. It's always an entire day. I know. So anyway, what happened was I thought, okay, well, I'll go there. And um, I I go climbing stupidly early on a Sunday. So I had to kind of mooch around the local area until it opened. And I thought, you know what? It opens at 11. We'll go at half 10 just to make sure we're sort of in, you know, in line right at the front. Anyway, you know when you go to... Disneyland or you go to Alton Towers and you have those queues <laughs> yeah it was like that there was like a fucking queue of about 200 Ikea people it's like the adult Disneyland though oh, isn't it yeah but it wasn't so... fun it wasn't because <laughs> you see the thing is um, I have in, previously because of Ikea food because they do like great vegan um hot dogs and and loads of stuff like really super cheap I have mm. I have become a bit of an expert at being able to navigate um ikea without having to spend a lot of time in there however what magic is this however the thing is that because of the fact that they were trying to snake people into store they snaked people through the store which meant that you had to go through the showroom as opposed to just jumping oh, down onto the ground floor which everything. i normally do you couldn't do jamie's sneaky shortcut exactly so anyway i went all the way there and anyway i was asked to, to go and find something that was called Iva. so I'm, I'm always confused when they give something a human name and anyway there's yeah. there's 48 aisles there's 48 aisles in there which aisle is the product in it's in aisle 48 of course uh, you know so after looking down every single other aisle i get there and i'm told that the product is 128 pounds so I'm like okay where is the one that's 128 pounds then realize that it's all in different pieces all based around different shelves so it's suddenly like being in an escape room I get all of the stuff I get all of the stuff together I'm having a bit of a nervous breakdown my son who admittedly he's 21 he's not a small child but he disappears I have no but I'm not dealing with this you're no, on your own no. dad <laughs> I have no phone signal because it's a huge concrete building I'm going yeah. into meltdown I get there and I think right no that's it I've got all of the pieces go to the checkout they scan all the items through the checkout I bring it back and then it's Jamie where are the legs and I'm like what do you mean where are the legs <sighs> and it was a one of two boxes but it was written in really ah. small writing so today after recording this I am going back to Ikea which I'm not looking forward to but yeah that's no Ikea man is a is a nightmare we're obsessed with the little dime bars because you can get the big yes. multi-pack bag we literally just go to Ikea to get them and then just <laughs> snaffle them on the drive home they're so good no me and uh, my friend Helena we used to um like in the kids area they made it so it's a bit more fun and you can crawl between the rooms there's yeah. like little 
tunnels and stuff. I mean, we're fully grown adults, but we still fit. So we'll still go and like do all of that. I bloody love an Ikea trip. I remember once going there and like trying out all the sofas and I yeah. threw myself onto one that looked really comfortable and it was <laughs> like no padding at all. Just landed on like hard wood and was like, Whoa. <laughs> Do you know now, have you heard of the game um, Ikea or Cheese? No, but I'm liking the oh, sound the of it. It's the best game. It's literally just like all of the products. Yeah. Uh, and you, well, it's some of them are cheeses, but you have to guess if it's an Ikea product or the name of a cheese. <laughs> it's amazing. Maybe at some point in the not too distant future, given the fact that they have well, pretty good Wi-Fi and they've got recordings and it's equidistant, maybe that's the place that we do a JBC. Like when, can once we can do it. Just set up in the living room, just put all the mics down. Like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They've got well, great working spaces. They did a sitcom in Ikea. There was an Ikea sitcom. It was literally just like a friend, like a group of friends yeah. who went and recorded an entire sitcom in Ikea. Perfect. There we go. We can do so that. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've got to go back to Ikea. But anyway, um, last week on the JBC, we kind of moved slightly away from the pornographic magazine, although we will come back to it at some point in the, in the future because... Um, we were we were looking back at photographs of ourselves back in the 90s. Now, in 1991, as a, you know, as we established, I was just sort of a spotty, uh, moody, 14-year-old, 15-year-old boy, whereas you were a tiny, squidgy little Michelin man baby. Which... I was a Michelin man baby. <laughs> yes, and uh, we had we had set upon recreating some of our photographs. Now, um, and I know that you've done really, really well with this. I, I had the best. Did this you? has, I think, been my favourite challenge that we've done. Oh, really? I really enjoyed it. It was so <laughs> much fun. Well, do you know something? I'm going to go first because I do have another okay. photo. I do have another photograph which, um, mm. which will be far better than the one that I've done. But the thing is, obviously, um, you kind of your, your face kind of sets in when you're in your sort of teenage years. So the thing is, there's no big massive changes. You know, yeah. I'm not I'm not a full Terry Nutkins yet. I haven't like sort of gone completely bald or anything like this. So. <laughs> You know, but um, and I've still got reasonably long hair. But uh, I, I, I have got another one in the works, but that involves somebody else as well. So that will be coming um, onto okay. onto Instagram at a later point. But if I send right. you, I'm going to send you the photograph now. Um, what I've decided to do is, I thought, do you know what would be fun? I, I'm going to morph the two photographs, so it gives you an opportunity to see where I was and where I now am. So here okay. we go. I'm going to send this to you um, through the powers of technology uh, by pressing this button and sending it <laughs> like this. This is this is fun for a podcast, isn't it? People wow. are waiting. There we go. Jamie is slowly pressing <laughs> buttons. Technology is happening. Oh, it is. Think? Yeah, I've sent it. It says it's sent. So you should be receiving that now. Is it on now. Messenger or on WhatsApp? I sent it on Messenger. On Messenger. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's just having a party to itself. Oh, here we go. Yes. Okay, yep. Yeah. Oh, all right, I'm ready. It's a little video. <gasps> okay. I mean, it's a hell of a pose. It is quite a pose, isn't it? <laughs> that's magic it is yeah so i've morphed i've morphed a photograph of me from 1991 into one of me in 2021 and surprisingly um i'm were you trying to be serious in that photo was that meant to be like a i'm actually i think i'm cool or is that a sar like sardonic ironic i think i'm cool I, I i think i was trying to be cool i'll be honest with you all right do you know something? I remember actually that particular photograph. It's a black and white photograph, which was taken in a place called the Cells 
um, which was actually the the boarding rooms at the school I was at, but they were called the right. cell. They were called the cells, and um, I, I just remember my my friend Jason. He um, he'd got uh, some black and white film, and he was getting into the process of like like um, you know doing his own photographs. And there was a dark room at the school and things. So he'd taken oh, cool. yeah. So he'd taken the photographs, and he's like, right, do a pose. And I'm like, okay, I'll do a pose. I'll do you do a cool pose. <laughs> you know, back then you didn't get the opportunity to do it like 300 times and then choose no, the you best didn't. one. You had to just one hit wonder it. Yeah, and do you know something? Actually, when it came to actually recreating the pose. With the exception of the fact that I realised I had to slouch my shoulders because, you know, as I've got older, I think, you know, you know Alexander technique Better and stuff posture. has helped me. Yeah, but I had to do the sort of slouch po- slouch pose. But it was quite easy getting back into uh, JT 1991 Are you pose. your teenage self now? <laughs> do you know something? I think sometimes in my own head I'm still 14. It's only when I look in the mirror mm. and I'm like, who the fuck's that? That I realise that actually, yeah, the years, the years have passed. And uh, <laughs> you know, the passage of time with having children, I think, to be fair, has a, is a constant reminder of the fact that I'm getting older and older and older. But anyway, you're still a massive child. I am a it's massive fine. child. Yes. <laughs> Don't grow up, grow older. So anyway, mm-hmm. I think I think it's time that you start explaining your photographs because I cannot okay. wait to see these. So I've done three. Yeah. Different outfits because I love them all. I don't know which one to start with. Do you want the proper baby baby one first? Yeah, let's do let's let's go. All yeah, right. let's go chronologically. I'll go for That's the proper proper baby baby one. Yeah. So that one's coming to you now, which <laughs> I think worked pretty well. <laughs> and do you know what you did? You did exactly what I said in it. You said because I said about the, the it looking like is it a pepper grinder? pepper grinder? It does look like a pepper grinder. Oh, that's it amazing. Really <laughs> you're slightly you're slightly less chunky these days, aren't you, bless you? I am slightly less chunky. Oh, I don't have I'm suitably impressed. And you managed to find Thank you. You do look still look like a little Polly Flinder. Are you wearing the yeah. same are you wearing the same um hat? That's the thing. It looks like you've just sort of No, it's a little bonnet from yeah. one of our outfits. Um and then I've tied a t I've I don't have a fun patterned swimsuit anymore. No. So I've had to like tie a t-shirt around my middle. That's amazing. That was literally like 10 minutes ago. So (laughs) that was this morning. Um, Oh, that's absolutely brilliant. I am very happy with. Yeah. um, Mainly because the dress was such a find. Oh, wow. So we talked last week about the, um, the sort of modelling pose with the with the hand and the, and the stripy the stripy dress, and oh goodness me, that is perfect, isn't it? <laughs> so absolutely recreating the, the pose. Of, uh, <laughs> the last ones are my favourites. So these are. I went to my parents' garden to yes. go and take these as well. Oh, I was going to say I was really hoping that you were going to recreate these. Yeah. So I went and did them. <laughs> Did your parents find it hilarious as well? I'm sure yeah, they did, didn't Mom they? Mum and Dad were both like, "What are you doing?" Oh, bless you! So, in 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 the um, original um, photographs, it was it was a montage. It was it was three photographs where you were were strutting very very cool poses. One where you're sort of leaning over yourself, but with your with your little foot up and smiling to camera. Uh, the other one where you're sort of turning back on yourself, and the other one where you're doing a, a rather large curtsy. And then and then you've managed to do all three. Oh my goodness. Like, we were in the back garden. Mum was like, bend down lower towards the flowers. You should be nearer the flowers. I was like, Mum, I'm not three foot tall anymore. Because she was just like, you need to have your 
face near it. I was like, I can't bend that oh. close. Do you know something? The thing that is genuinely amazing is genuinely amazing is that you have yellow flowers. Admittedly, I don't think they're daffodils in those, but they're it's not pretty... daffies because that was uh, back in March. Where yeah, they normally. But it was but... wasn't a dissimilar time of year. And is it the same? Is it the same garden? Well, they've massively redone it. So but it's still the it's same the garden. same garden, but we couldn't quite line up the shots with how it should have been because there's like things in the way now. Yeah. But... Oh, that's utterly amazing. These will all be up on Instagram if you're listening to the podcast via Anchor. I encourage you to go and have a look. That's absolutely, yeah. absolutely brilliant. <laughs> So say so much, so much fun to do. Um, you know the thing. The, the thing is, it, it's it's trying to get together, as you say, the clothes from from that era. Yeah, I mean, like the dress for um, the one in the back garden. It's mm. like covered in ducks. It's got the word fat fat duck on there or something. I was like, <laughs> okay. So I was like, I was thinking about cutting it out. I was like, it's just going to take way too long. Yeah. I'm going to cut out like a load of paper numbers and stick them on I was like it's too much effort I found a horrendous gold yellow dress that will do oh that worked absolutely perfectly yeah no I encourage everybody to go and look oh you're still sweet you haven't really changed either have you really bless you <laughs> dad was like you need to smile with dimples I was like mum mum was like she can't smile any other way I was like my face isn't quite as square as it used to be but I was looking back and I was like still dimples in the same places <laughs> Let's say I think your face, your face um, from 1991 to now, your face has got, oh, it's gone from being round to slightly less round, and mine's gone but from still being pretty round. Yeah, and mine's <laughs> gone from being slightly less, you know, slightly less round to more round as well. So you know, that's <laughs> we've got the opposite issues from the photos <laughs> from that particular era. But anyway, going back to um, Club International, which is where we started, I said last week that we were going to start on a story. Now, yeah. the, the, the stories, um, particularly not in um, porn mags written by women who who are filthy, and but also mm-hmm. very entertaining. Um, ones, unfortunately, written in gents mags, um, written by men, do tend to be a bit too generic. And I was getting slightly bored with the way that they were being written. So I'd happened upon a particular... Um, a particular thing that you could do where you can scan photographs of text and then you can try and get this program to then lift the text from that and what it wrote instead uh, and the mistakes it makes along the way entertain me far more than the original work so so I'm going to start some of it some of it actually holds quite true and and then there are other bits which are clearly better than what was written in the first place and in some points although I've tried to make it more like in the pattern that it was there are occasions where it has just swapped paragraphs and things like this for reasons I don't really know um but the beginning of it it is actually quite um uh quite you know quite the same as it was there I think because the text was slightly bigger and this week it's called couples confess it goes okay share and share alike that's the idea of good group sex and hearing couples confess is where you share your dirtiest real life experiences with us and this one's called dirty discovery which i thought might just be like somebody'd forgotten to flush the toilet but anyway here we go <laughs> it goes although several months have passed since the events that i'm going to tell you about I still get a tingling in my pussy whenever I think about them and I still can't believe that I actually did them and that I'm still doing them. Now, okay, I haven't changed this, but they've used the they've used the word them to describe something 
three times in the same sentence. So again. I like that it was like, I did them. There was a thing. I'm still doing it. I can't believe I did the thing. There was a thing. Okay, sure. Yeah, no, exactly. It's it's also, not a... Everyone loves a tingling pussy. Yeah, this is, this is true. This is true. So he goes, um, and uh, I'm um, still doing it. I've always been pretty tandy and game for anything when it comes to set with my curvy figne and long red hair. Uh, Mokes have always been quite ken sex with me as well. And so, oh, I'm only 20D, say that I'm pretty experienced. <laughs> yes. Um, I've been working for four years in an immense office. And for the last two years, say gone on holiday to Spum for a fortnight with my friend from work, Julie. So, honestly, there should definitely be holiday trips to Spum. <laughs> She's just like me, always up for it. And those holidays have just been full of flirting and fun and not a little sangria. This year, I was looking forward to more of the same, but two weeks be fine. We were due to go Julie pot meadles and was ordered pot meadles and was ordered to stay in bed for a whole month. Pot meadles. Yes. Pot meadles. Pot oh, meadles. No. Um was bemuming the fact that I rang her the week before. I'll be no fan at all on my own, I reckoned, but you won't be going your own if I get my own uh, my way, Julie replied. It turned out that she was planning to sell her ticket. It's just a suggestion, she continued, but I was thinking that I could flog my ticket to Samantha. I couldn't believe that she was planning. Um, Sam was the thought we bound to office wallflower, really find at least one tasty bloke saint and whenever we piss up about boyfrenals and discussed sex <laughs> she never pino in even when we went an office outing she never even eyed up a bloke but as we tooted about the um was ingling at her long legs and lovely figure Thought I'd let my hair down as I'm on holiday. She greasened at me and managing to eye up three hickeys. Um, simultaneously, I grind back and immediately knew that we were going to have great time. As soon as... <laughs> as soon as we arrived at our, our hotel... <clears throat> That evening, Sam wanted to go off down to the disco that was in the basement of the hotel. It was a really big one and open to hecking. But Sam had other ideas, making them both go sit on the bed. She uh, told me to go and undress them one by me. Have a good look at their bodies, she told me, standing there looking very authoritative. And tell me if they come up to Sir Standards. <laughs> Both lads lay back on the bed, looking slightly puzzled, but obviously very armed as I stripped them of their shorts and T-shirts one after the other. <laughs> Both of them were wearing very tight briefs and had sosh firm hard-ons that their helmets were poking out of the tops. <laughs> it's not a great image, is it, really? Oh, dear, like, poop. Um, um, I've lost my place now. Okay, so there's all those sosh farm huddles. Yes, <laughs> <distracting> you. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, 
says both lads shorts and t-shirts one of them and such firm hard-ons that their helmets were poking out of the tops I've said it again I could feel my pussy juicing as I took in the sight of these hard-ons juicy like just imagine like an orange down there just like Yeah, that's that's what sex is like in magazines, isn't it? Um, uh, deary me. Um, Sam wasn't really to plan. We giggled as we thought it might be fun if I tried to get Sam to come out of her shell. Oh, this this is where I think they've they've jumped the story around. But this is this is the text right, thing. Okay. Yeah, we might even find out that she's a nympho. I I charmed. To my surprise. Sam seemed pleased when Julie rang her and offered her the ticket. Also, we've gone back in time. Oh, yes, here we go. We've yeah. gone back in time. I wondered if it would be in a huge disaster, but decided that for the sake uh, of having a holiday, I'd have to put a brave face on it and make the best of things. I certainly got shocked when Sam met me at the airport before we flew out. She strode up wearing the briefest of cut-off shorts and the skimpiest top I've ever seen. I, <laughs> you know, it keeps jumping to the wrong place. Um... I'm going to skip that bit then because it is intentionally trying to skip, I think. Uh, do, 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 do. Is this because magazines are written in like columns? So it's yeah, like I know. So it's jumped been it. confused by yeah. it. Uh, thought, she thought she'd let her hair down. Evening. So I'm going to go off down to the disco. We've done that bit when we walked into the Don's Never <clears throat> Blokes. Yeah. yeah. Go on, pet on. Then she. Okay, surely this wasn't the same office shrieking Violet I'd known for the last six months. Go on, pet. On with her. She in hurled. I didn't Go know. On, pet. Always a sexy <laughs> phrase. Yeah, I know. I didn't which lad to choose first, so I just dived on Piers, who was the nearest, guiding his hand down to my pussy so that he could finger me and feel how wet I was. I'd never, I'd never heen wetter. I could feel Philippe. Um, pressing behind me as Pierre was in front and so I surging up against my stomach and rubbing into my poops um, every time I <laughs> moved it um, I could feel those cocks rubbing on my skin the ends slightly wet and pre-cum uh, um, and little uh, frissons of excitement went through my oh, pussy yes because but not managed to... no, I know because she's. I know it's weird, isn't it? Um, maybe it just picked up on the fact there was a bit of French there because you got Pierre and uh, Philippe. Maybe that was the thing. Um, Philippe, I th- oh, hang on, got a voice here. Philippe, I think Lisa's ready for a length of cock now. Sam instructed. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> do it to her. Do I think it. I'm ready for a length of cock now. <laughs> yeah. Do it to her. Do it from behind. I love the fact that in these stories, there's only ever like two lines of dialogue. They never do any more oh, yeah. than that. Yeah. No. Uh, I felt myself being lifted up, and then Philip was Philippe was gently pulling my buttocks upwards and parting my swollen, soaking, wet clunge lips. We're going back to that because I'm not going to use that word again. The... Uh, so that he clunge could lips. push the tip of his cock be- uh, between them. Pierre was now lying underneath me, still fingering me, uh, my little kitty, and breathing hard uh, um, as, he, <laughs> as he fought not to shoot his load. Um, I closed my eyes and waited for the blissful feeling of being filled up with cock. Mm, lovely. Mm. Oh, hang on. Wait, uh, shouted Lisa. <laughs> 
I looked over my shoulder and saw that she was rooting through her case. She turned back to us, then triumphantly brandishing a pack of condoms. Oh, at least they're thinking safety, safety first. It's 1991. Well yes, we've had a we've had a decade of people learning about the importance of wearing contraceptives. Um, yep. You can't be too careful these days, she said to us. And next minute, she was carefully and expertly rolling a fine condom over Philip Philippe's stiffy. It looked like well done, <laughs> yeah, girl. It looked like an erotic sight, standing up, hard and throbbing. I could see the vein standing out there the, uh, through the thin rubber. Oh, there we go. Uh, uh, now we can fuck, Sam told her. Also, <laughs> now we can fuck. <laughs> now, we can, now we can fuck her. <laughs> Sam oh. told her, told him. But put it right up. No, her. Are, they, are they French? Uh, no, or is this the woman speaking? Yeah, this still? is the, this they is the woman speaking. They, they haven't spoken at all. They can't even speak English. I think they're just slightly bemused at what's what's going on. <laughs> it's like, what are these crazy English chicks doing? Yeah, yeah. So Philippe um, seemed only too happy to comply, and the next minute he was pushing slowly up my glange, inch by inch, until he was right inside me to the limit. I cried out with ple- I cried out with pleasure as he started to thrust each um, strong lung motion, making my buttocks raise up and my pussy walls contract around them. I I hate it when it becomes a science lesson. It's rubbish when it becomes a science Pussy lesson. Balls. I know. Um, I was on all fours on the bed as he did this, and the sight of my generous boobs dangling was obviously too much for Pierre to take. Oh, poor Pierre. Uh, poor Pierre. <laughs> as his friends uh, fuck me, he fastens his lips onto one of my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, uh, nibbled a bit of my um, nipple and it was incredible uh, there were huge waves of orgasm going through me as I felt Pierre sucking me at the front and Philippe firmly rogering me from behind That's such an Rogery! such an English yes! such an English term of phrase isn't it, <laughs> it, is, isn't it? <laughs> both of them panting uh, with the effort of it all <laughs> mm, French, nice. French sounding please oh, oh, mon dieu oh, oh, oh. Thank you. <laughs> Um, my eyes were closed, my head thrown back with ecstasy, and and in my um and in the background I could hear little moans. <laughs> and uh, and I guess you know, I'm so glad we have cameras now to pick up these facial expressions. Yeah, we did this the whole time anyway. No one was there to see them. <laughs> no, exactly. Now you get to see. <laughs> now you get to see what you see, you poor thing. <laughs> uh, Guess that uh, Sam was stroking her own, right? Da, da, da. Philippe mumbled something. That was, yeah, so Philippe doesn't even get an opportunity to speak. He just, no. he just. He almost did though. He mumbles. That's more yeah. than we normally get. He probably just went. Uh, je ne comprends pas. Mm? Uh, <laughs> mumbled something. Then in the next minute, I felt him shoot into the condom. Oh, he was probably going, "I'm coming," but in French. So there we go. There we go. I don't uh, know what that is. Yeah. In French. Yeah. I'm just going to say, mon dieu, again, because that normally works. <laughs> uh, I felt him shoot. I came uh, just afterwards and my pussy, oh yeah, people constantly orgasming at the same time as they always do. I relaxed forward a little and watched always. Pierre cupped my boobs uh, in his hands and manoeuvred himself on the bed so he could wrap them around um, his cock like a, a, a second pussy. Oh, right. Yeah, it's a game for oh, titty, titty stuff. You're getting a tit wine going on. That's yeah. new. I don't think we've had that in any of the stories yet. Yeah. And there goes, I never felt so satisfied. My whole um, body was tingling and felt alive. There we go. The first time she's felt alive. And although I oh. just had several orgasms on the trot, I felt ready for more and was still tandy. It doesn't pick up Randy for some reason. It doesn't like Randy, does it? No. But it's had like clunge. I it's know. With that. I know, exactly. Uh, Philippe had flopped. Do you know something? 
I'm sorry. That's the name. That's the name. Of the, it's the name of the podcast. Philippe had flopped. That's my favourite. Oh, yeah, it's like on the battlefield, like the king has died or the king has fallen. Philippe has flopped. <laughs> oh dear me. Uh, and Pierre rolled out from under me to lie back exhausted. They both had huge grins on their faces. And they started jabbering about to each other in French. Oh, now she's getting a little bit racist. It's like, oh, they're just jabbering. Jabbering. A little bit racist. Jabbering. What the made up language. Um, obviously, comparing notes on whether it was better to um, fuck my wet, um, hairy pussy. Oh, it's hairy now, we've learned. Uh, or my warm and accommodating cleavage. Um, every night of I'm that sure holiday. That's probably not what they were discussing. No, but probably sure. not. They're probably like going. out of 10. What do you think, Philippe? Well. And um, every night of the holiday, I picked up different blokes and then took down uh, turns to fuck them always under Sam's strict supervision. What a holiday. And just think Julie will be uh, uh, coming with us next year too. And this is from Lisa of Northampton. So, wow. yeah. So, and Julie was gutted. I know. About all of that. But I preferred the story. I preferred the story at the beginning when it was just gobbledygook. It was far more fun to read massive gobbledygook yeah i i did think they progressed very fast from meeting at the airport and suddenly oh i'm stripping some guys but i understand story jumping around the place yeah yeah what what a trip away yeah exactly and um to be honest i just feel like the stories now are just they're not as good as they used to be they really really aren't (laughs) they really aren't although i was just hoping that the uh the, the jumbled words might uh might do something so for next episode what we're going to do yes. is we are because we haven't done it yet and it is it is tradition to do so we are going to recreate the front cover so that <gasps> is in that is in line for the front cover which is good because the thing is actually for once it's a photograph which is not going to get us in trouble with every, with anybody because and it's not going to cause problems for us then having to delete loads of photographs on our phones <laughs> because it will not hey, hopefully that doesn't necessarily mean anything because True. who knows where your brain is gonna go well it's yeah actually the worst thing you've ever done yeah exactly actually you do have a point so yeah we're going to be recreating those delving back into the magazine and uh venturing back to the early 90s um a time yeah a time a a period of time in my life where uh, i think a lot happened they talk about those like particularly like as a teenager those being your formative years and i certainly made my fair share of wonderful mistakes and uh saw a lot of um entertaining things some of which i'm happy to share now because it's 30 years later and i'm not going to get in trouble with the fuzz or my parents you know be like a bit of therapy for you isn't it is it? Isn't, yeah it is isn't it really it's really funny let's work through all of those issues that you've well, I mean, I was kept talking... with you since the 90s well it's really funny because i was talking about the 80s like i was talking to my son on on sunday and he bought some pistachios and do you want some pistachio nuts and i'm like yeah you know i, I want I some of these pistachios. and i'm like do you know something they always remind me of the time it was 1987 right i must have been about 10 and I was allowed to go down to the the pond that was sort of down the end of the road, but I was never allowed to cross the road. There was a farm shop over there. And anyway, at one time I'd gone over to the pond. I hadn't told my mum and I'd gone across to the farm shop and I bought myself some pistachios where I'd sat there like by the river, just like eating these pistachio nuts. And I'd left the shells in my pocket. I came back and of course I was caught red handed with pistachio nuts, um, you know, uh, shells in my pockets. And my mum's like, you've been there and I think she probably told me that 
you know I you know I was grounded and then fast forward to about seven you know six years later um when I'm sort of 16 17 and I stumble in the house um horribly worse for wear and my mum's like Jamie do you smoke and I'm like no and I've got like cigarettes hanging out my pocket <laughs> she goes Jamie do you drink and I'm like no and I'm like no. pissed out of my mind Jamie do you do drugs no and like sort of you know some hash falls out of my pocket <laughs> and yeah so I mean pistachio nuts in the 80s were far better than obviously my behavior in the it's 90s like, yeah you bet you wish I had pistachios now, don't yeah, you, Mum? No. <laughs> no, I bloody love pistachios. I was talking to um, an American friend a couple of years ago. We were at an event where I actually had some pistachios. She was complaining that you can't just buy the pistachio Shelled. insides yeah. here. Because you have... I've never seen pistachios bar. You have to open the nut up yourself. Yeah. In America, you can buy just the insides. And they're called nut meats. <laughs> Is that what they're called? How, disturb- how disturbing is that? It's a bag nut of meat. nut meats. I didn't believe her. She went back to America and sent me a photo. This massive bag of nut meats. <laughs> I was just like, what? So you got your beaver rub in, in Canada. You got your nut meat nut in America. Meat. I was like, I That's mean, crazy. it's more efficient, but could they not have called it anything that was slightly more appealing sounding than nut no, meats? No, I know. That sounds absolutely grim. Anyway, so until, yeah. until next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>